This is Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, a congregation full of life and love with a legacy of outreach ministries. Everybody's invited to church in person Sunday at 10 a.m. and online at mountpleasantatl.org. And now, the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta. There ought to be a louder declaration. I, I heard what the lead singer was saying, how much she loved the Lord. She looked as far as the east, looked as far as the west, north and south, and declared, more than anything. And somehow or another, I refuse to believe that she's the only one who feels that way. I, I'm gonna give you another chance. It's just she's not the only one. I, I believe that there are s some other witnesses in here that can look at their neighbor and say, I love Jesus more than anything. Amen. I said, you ought to tell them again. Say, I, I want you to leave here today knowing this much about me, that I love Jesus, the Lamb of God, the lily in the valley, the bright and morning star, the I am that I am the Alpha and the Omega, the Rose of Sharia, the Lily in the Valley, amen, the Joy and Sorrow, Shelter in Time of a Storm, Doctor in a Sick Room, Lawyer in a Courtroom. I love Jesus more than anything. Come on, let's give God a hand and praise if you will. Amen. Amen, amen. To God be the glory. Well, it is preaching time. Amen. Amen. One week ago, we was here celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ that actually came into the world to do just that, that we all might would have a right to eternal life. Adam messed it up that in the Garden of Eden. I'm just prepping you right now. Amen. He messed it up to where we missed out on the free freedom of going, amen, of the tree of life. Amen. But then when God locked Adam out, he, he locked the human race or humanity out as well. And nobody could come back into it. He placed the angel there with a sword that would point in all direction that we could not, even if we found our way, we still couldn't get back in. And every 2,000 years in history, let me share it like with you this way, every 2,000 years in history, there is some main event happen that is unexplainable to man. The first 2,000 years was Noah building the ark and the flood came. The first 2,000 years. The second 2,000 years, Jesus was born by a virgin Mary. We are now waiting on the conclusion of the third set of 2,000 years. We don't know the day, don't know the time, but somehow or another, many scholars believe it's the rapture, that whenever it takes place, It'll be unexplainable. I wish they had a witness in here. 
nobody could explain that it was going to rain because it had never rained before. Nobody could explain the virgin birth because it, it never happened before. And whenever God said so, that's when it'll be. I know somebody said, well, we're in 2000, we're in 2023 20, now. So we done missed about 23 years. Nobody could count when they first showed up either. That's, that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so we don't know how the time is. All we know that whenever God says so, and, and, and maybe, maybe I ought to let you in on a little secret. There is nothing else got to happen. Hello, somebody. He can come at any moment when I'm getting there. Amen. Nothing else has to happen. Whenever it is, it will be. So that's why he said the day that you hear his voice, harden not your heart. That's all I say about that. Just remember this, every 2,000 years in humanity history, something unexplainable to the human brains and mind that we cannot explain it. Amen. And I'll tell you something else. He gives us an inkling of it by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit will have you doing stuff that you wouldn't plan on doing. Hello. Amen. But when we see Jesus, it's going to be amen. Come on, give God a hand and praise if you will. Amen. Amen. I want you to pray with me today, amen, as we open our Bibles, if you will, to John, St. John, that is, the 21st chapter. And I want us to look at just uh, a few verses of that 21st chapter. As a matter of fact, I will, I'll begin reading, amen, uh, verse 21. I'm excuse me, chapter 21, verse 1, I'm sorry. Verse 1 of chapter 21 of St. John's writing and a few of the verses, amen. I know on the screen it says 14, but I'm not going to read all 14. But I'll probably talk through them. Verse 1 reads, after these things, Jesus showed himself again and showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And on this wise showed he himself. There were together Simon, Peter, and Thomas called Didymus, and Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and the two other of his disciples. Simon Peter said unto them, I go fishing. They say unto him, We go also with thee. They went forth and entered into a ship immediately, and that night they caught nothing. But when the morning was come, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples knew not that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said unto them, Children, have ye any meat? They answered him, No. And he said unto them, Cast the net, cast the net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. They cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. I'll stop right there. You may be seated. We ask God if he would add other blessings to the reading, the hearers, but again, especially to the doers of his word. I want to talk today from this thought. If you don't mind looking over at your neighbor, look at them right in their eyes and repeat these words after me. Fishing on the wrong side. Amen. Amen. Let the church say amen. Fishing on the wrong side. We celebrated Easter on last Sunday, and today is eight days. It will be the eighth day after the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He had warned his disciples in the 14th chapter of St. John 
to let not their hearts be troubled. He said, if you believe in God, believe also in me. And he wanted them to know that he was going away and not to be troubled in the absence of the presence of him being in their midst. They were accustomed to Jesus being uh, with them, but he also gave them an initial warning before they accepted the fellowship of Jesus. He said to them, birds of the air have nests, and foxes have holes. He was really saying that if you follow me, you may not know where you're going to sleep at night. You may not know what you're going to eat. You may not know who will protect you, but I want you to know if you follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. One thing about working and serving the Lord, we say it will pay off after a while. But I promise you it'll pay off right now. Because wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And where there is liberty, there is freedom, amen, of the presence and the power of God. Well, many times we do get all misconstrued about, amen, the presence of the Lord. I've heard songs sing, and I've heard prayers prayed, I've heard sermons preached, amen. But Jesus made it real simple. He said, wherever two or three, y'all going to talk to me in a minute, will gather themselves together. Amen. In his name, he will be one in the midst. You don't have to send for Jesus on no UPS or post office or mailman, nor do you have to text him. You don't have to, amen, send for him by way of Facebook. But if you keep your face in the Bible book, then I want you to know you will see him as you read. Can I get a witness in here? If you really have a relationship with Jesus, it doesn't take you long to feel the power and the presence of him. One songwriter said, just a little talk with Jesus makes everything all right. Where are we doing? What's going on in this world today? One week after resurrection, we put up our Easter dress, we put up our Easter speech, we put up our Easter, amen, spirit until we have relaxed and going to wait till 2024 to do it all over again. That means the church is miserable. That means that you are, amen, a inactive and you are a slowful and a sorry witness that if you can only smile and speak to folks just on Easter. I wish I had a witness in here. I think I ought to tell you technically and spiritually, every day is a day of Easter. Amen. And when we learn, amen, that Jesus didn't just get up on one Sunday morning, he gets up every day. Amen. He wants us to know, amen, that if you call on him, he will show up and then not only show up, but he will show out. Can I get a witness in here? Now, isn't it strange how all of us can pray at the same time and he does not get our answer and prayers mixed up? He send you what you need, he give you what you need, and he give everybody what they need according to his will. Can I get a witness? We are looking at a situation in our text today. And the situation is that Jesus, amen, now have been, 
amen, dead for a while. Can I get a witness? But maybe I ought to change that because in essence, he wasn't dead. Can I get a witness? In essence, he was not in the grave because the Bible declared that he descended. Y'all going to get this in a minute. He descended before he ascended. So when they put him in Joseph, you might want to say borrowed tomb, it wasn't a grave as much as it was a door for him to get to hell. Now I'm going to say that. I'll say it again. Amen. Jesus went to hell. <laughs> he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. If you just pick around in, amen, the 22nd, shall I say, no, you don't need to do it now because it's too much. I'm just telling you this. You need to, if you can pick around in uh, Psalm 22, when you hear him say, who is the king of glory? Hello, somebody. And he said something about, uh, the, and the, if you open the door, the king of glory shall come in. He's talking about what I'm talking about. In other words, that there everybody that died in the faith prior to Jesus. Hello, somebody. I'm going to say it again. Everybody that died in the faith prior to Jesus. Amen. Hell was in compartments. Hello. It was in compartment. Paradise was down. Hello. Not up. You've read, you read it. When Jesus came on the scene, he did what he did. The Bible tells us that hell enlarged itself. Amen. Because so many folk were going to hell, the one that was there were crowded. So Jesus moved paradise from being down in a compartment of hell and then he raised paradise that's why he told the disciple I mean the thief that was on his right hand said this day thou will be with me in paradise paradise was the same place amen that where the rich man went y'all gonna talk to me amen the poor man I'm sorry the poor beggar went I'm sorry that he went, and when he saw Abraham, amen, and, and, and he told Abraham, and he saw the rich man saw the beggar, saw, saw the beggar and told Abraham to send the beggar back to earth to warn his brothers not to come this place. And Jesus, Abraham said to him, said, they have the prophet, your brother have the prophet, in other words, he have the preachers, come on, he have people that God have ordained to declare his word. Well, my brothers and sisters, so Jesus descended and set the captive free and brought them out of paradise, which was connected to hell, which was down, amen, and elevated it up on high. And so... If you, you read your Bible, you know the story last week that when Jesus died, the graves came open. Hello, somebody. Y'all don't like that part, do you? Amen. You don't have a problem with Jesus getting up, but you sure have the problem with them other folk that got up. But they didn't get up until Jesus got up. It's just the graves just were open. See, if y'all read your Bible, you know what I'm talking about. Amen. So I want you to get that. Amen. But these disciples, out of all of the teaching three and a half years that Jesus gave them, they still did not believe. He had warned them not to let their hearts be troubled. But guess what? They had troubled hearts. Well, my brothers and sisters, look what Peter did. When Jesus, amen, when Jesus was gone, there from Easter last Sunday, look what Peter says here in verse 3. Amen. Simon Peter said unto them, amen, I go a fishing. 
Remember when Jesus told them, when he called them to be his followers and his disciples, he said, if you follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. It's a sad commentary that when you have a little bump in the road and when you have, amen, a little, a little ditch that you got to cross and things don't, just don't always go so right for you that you revert back to your old ways. And this is what Peter did at this point. He was the same one who had denied Jesus and here he is now, amen, some days after the resurrection, he didn't know that Jesus had been resurrected at this time. But the Bible said he said to his brethren, amen, in verse 2, he said, now, I don't know what you all going to do, but I just want you to know what I'm going to do. I'm going fishing. In other words, he wanted to go back to the familiar things that he were, he was adjusted to, he uh, used to, prior to Jesus. That's what happened to men and women, boys and girls, and saints of God, that we'll revert back to what we know, even though God have delivered us from it. You got to be very prayerful and careful that you understand that God have a divine purpose for each one of us. I wish I had some help here. Amen. And so the Bible said that Peter said to the brethren, I'm going fishing. Well, his nets, amen, was now three and a half years old. If he had a boat, his boat was now three and a half years old, amen, he had uh, no, no real fishing tools, but somehow or another, he had some kind of connection because he knew that he was a professional fisherman. So the Bible said, and they said unto him, as much as you've been cussing and as much as you've been Amen. Talking about, amen, what you've been talking about. If you are going to go fishing, we going with you. You got to be real proud and careful how people, amen, are led away from, amen, Jesus rather than led to Jesus. The Bible said that that group said, amen, if you're going, we're going with thee. The Bible said they went forth and entered into a ship immediately, and that night they caught nothing. I want you to know it's a sad commentary that many of us, amen, have lived a life, amen, early on, thought we were grown. That prodigal boy who, amen, went to his father and said to him to give me my portion. Amen, amen. I'm ready to leave here. And the Bible declared that the Father gave him his portion, gave him, amen, what he uh, asked for, and he went into a foreign country, made himself a citizen, had a ring on his finger, robe on his back, shoes on his feet, money in his pocket. He was happy, he was glad, but he left his father. Went on out in the Bible declared, amen, there was a famine in the land. When the famine come, amen, that young lad, that young boy, amen, spent up all that he had until he had nothing. I wish I had a witness in here. You got to be prayerful, you be careful, amen, who you hang with. Because some people will hang with you as long as you can, uh, amen, spend your money on them. They will be there with you all day, all night, amen, just to having a good time. But I want to suggest to you, my brothers and sisters, you ought to, amen, uh, count your blessings. Amen. See what the Lord have done. Count them. Amen. And don't try to replace God nowhere in your life. Why is that? Because he already have told us without me, you can do nothing. Can I get me a witness in there? But then he tells us with me, you can do all things. 
Now this young man and these fellows who had been with Jesus who walked on the water. They had been with Jesus who had fed 5,000. They had been with Jesus healing, amen, delivering and setting men and women free. But all of a sudden, because they no longer can see him, they have, amen, a returning uh, setback or a backsliding, shall I say, mentality. They want to go back to their old ways. They want to go back, amen, to them old, amen, habits. But I suggest to you today, you got to learn how to wait on the Lord. It's not always, and I'm going to share this with you, it's not always how good you feel. You can be, amen, have good feelings and still don't feel Jesus. I wish I had a witness in here. And the reason why I'll put it like that, because there are times I believe God steps back to see what you'll do with the faith you say you got. I believe God want to know what you'll do if you don't feel it. How you would treat people when things are not going your way. Some people, hey amen, they get mean and ugly and bad, hey amen, when they don't have what they think they ought to have. Oh, but I got news for you on this Sunday morning that we serve a God that is still in the blessing business. The Bible says you, we have not because we ask not. And then when we ask many times, we are asking amiss. In other words, you don't even believe it, your own self. Prayers that are prayed and the ones who pray and they don't have faith. Well, I suggest to you today, my brothers and sisters, faith, amen, pleases God. Because he says in the sixth verse on the 11th chapter of Hebrew, amen, amen, if any man have faith, it brings pleasantness and pleasing to our God. And when God is pleased, it's just like you and I with our children. When they wash the dishes and sweep the floor and wash the clothes, keep the room together, do what they're supposed to do. As parents, we give them some gifts. Amen. We give them without them asking some stuff. Why? Because they're measuring up to, amen, our, amen, recommendation and expectation. Can I get me a witness in here? Well, my brothers and sisters, it's sad when our children, most of them, amen, they always want something, but they still got a nasty room. They always want something, still won't help you cut the grass. They always want something and not willing to make up their own bed. Always want something. Not what mama cooked, because my mama was a different kind of mama than these mamas need these. Amen. I told my mama that I didn't like that. She said, well, don't eat it. Amen. And went back to the back room. I wish I had a witness in here. And one time she said to me, you will get hungry enough. It'll be good to you. I wish I had some help here. We have spoiled not only ourselves, but we have spoiled the children that God has blessed us with. They are never satisfied in most cases with what we want to provide for them. Oh, but I'm living witness, amen, that God that we serve, he is still again in the blessing business. I want you to know there is nothing too hard for our God. How do I know that? Because I've tried him, and I found out that he's all right. If there's any witnesses in here that you've tried him, when the meal barrel got low, when the money in the pocket was empty, when there were, amen, not much that you can use that was around the house. But I got news for you, the God that we serve, he is a provider. I wish I had a witness in here. He said, I bless you according to the riches in glory. I think I ought to tell you, amen, there is something in that statement that most of us miss. Amen. According to the riches in glory. 
Amen. If you think earth got some stuff, if you can get a peep into glory, you'll find out, amen, that earth don't have nothing compared to what my father have in glory. He said, my father is rich with houses and land. He said, the cows on a thousand hill belong to it. But then he said this, my father can pull you out of blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. I don't care how big your house is, God can run it over. Can I get me a witness in here? You can't compare what you got, amen, to what God has. Maybe I ought to tell you, amen, the earth is still the Lord and the fullness thereof. You may not understand, amen, when you praise God, what that does for God. You need to understand God didn't create us, amen, to be our own men and own women. He created us to be praisers. I wish I had a witness in here. <clears throat> because when praises do go up, the blessings of God will come down. And everything that have breath ought to be willing to give God the praise. You remember, amen, back in the old church, amen, the old saint used to say, if you don't bring something, you're not going to get anything. If you put something into the service, you can get something out of the service. Look at the neighbor and tell them, it's nothing from nothing. It leaves nothing. If you can't put your hands together and give God a praise, if you're that sorry that you can get up, amen, and put on your best clothes, put on your expensive perfume and cologne, put on your clothes, amen, ride in your washed car, amen, you have been fried, dyed, and laid to the side, and then you come on up in Mount Pleasant, sit down on one of these cushioned pews, like a knot on the log. I come by to tell you that everything that have breath ought to be willing to give God some praise. Because when you give God some praise, I want you to know God is pleased with your praise. For the Bible declared that God inhabiteth the praises of his people. And you got to understand that you ought to put something in service today. You ought to put something, I mean, yourself in service. That's why the Bible says, There present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to the lazy person sitting beside you, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your own mind. In other words, if you just think of one or two things that the Lord have done for you early this morning, let me tell you, he watched over you last night while the devil was raging and wandering around. Amen. He kept you when you were slumping and sleeping. Amen. Deaf angel was riding on your street. But God looked beyond all of your faults and remembered how good of a praiser you are. In other words, he said, I can see you praising me, amen, when nobody else is giving me the thanks. You ought not try to get your praise hooked up with somebody else's praise because whatever you give to God, he will enforce it and reward you, amen, mightily. I'm going to tell you that most of us in here got more right now than we've ever had in our whole life. And I venture to tell you that the thing that God has blessed us with ought to make us, amen, be on fire to give him praise. It does not matter whether you're here on 17, amen, Meldon Street. I don't care if you're there on skid row. If you think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for you, you ought to, amen, be able to look to Jesus and tell him thank you. 
these boys had gone fishing at the word of Peter. I wish I had me a witness in here. Amen. Peter said, I'm going to fish. They said, we're going with you. They failed to realize that Jesus had canceled their fishing license. They failed to realize that their fishing license had already expired. I wish they had me a praying church. Ain't God all right? The Bible declared that they fish all night long. Jesus was sitting there looking at them. Look at them fools, knowing that I am fully in charge. And I don't care what kind of education you got. I don't care what kind of gift you got. If God says no, it is no. Ain't God all right? The Bible said early that morning, Jesus was looking at the fellow. I told them, don't let the heart be troubled. I told them, I'm going away, but I'm coming back again. I told them, they are my children. I breathed the Holy Ghost to keep them for a while. Ain't God all right? And the Bible declared that Jesus stood on the shore, but his disciples have forgot who he was. I wish to hand me a witness. Look and tell your neighbor, can't nobody do me like Jesus. The Bible said Jesus, in the fifth verse I read, said unto them, children, have you any meat? They told him, no, we don't have anything. And then he said unto them, cast your nets on the right side. You've been fishing on the wrong side. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, if you don't have no joy, you've been fishing on the wrong side. I wish I had a witness. If you don't have no peace, you've been fishing on the wrong side. If you got a nasty attitude, you've been fishing on the wrong side. Let me tell you, Mount Pleasant, when you got folks up in here that just won't do right, one thing you ought to know, they got up on the wrong side of the bed. I wish I had a witness. If there anybody in here gonna help me preach a little while. If there anybody know that Jesus is on the main line. And if you need anything, I wish I had a witness. He's able to make a way out of nowhere. I said, when you're fishing on the wrong side, it's like a dog barking on the wrong tree. You may have the right strain, but don't have the right yo-yo. I wish to hand me a witness. Shake your neighbor hand and tell your neighbor we come this far by faith. Sometime we was up, sometime we were down. I preach if y'all pray, I'll let the world know if you just hold on to God's unchanging hand. Your weeping may endure for a night, but tell your neighbor, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall walk and not be weary. They shall run and they won't have to faint. They'll mount up on wings like an eagle, I tell you. I got to stop right here and tell you if I haven't heard a praise 
from you yet. You are fishing on the wrong side. I come by tonight to tell you every time I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he done for me. I wish I had a witness. Something on the inside is like fire that's in my bones. Grandmama them said, we're climbing up Jacob's ladder. Every round go just a little bit higher. Let the church say, yeah. Well, I come to tell you, it just ain't enough tonight to say you got Jesus. And there is no fruit to let me know that you are part of the Jesus. I heard him say, yeah, I am the true vine. My father, yeah, man, is the husbandman. And every branch that's in me will bring forth some fruit. But every branch that's not connected to me, you'll see hatred in the church. You'll see malice in the church. You see fornication in the church, uh, adultery, uh, lying and cheating. Uh, but if you get Jesus uh, and put him in your heart uh, and put him in your mind uh, and tell the world, uh, I tried him uh, and he's all right. Uh, tell somebody, uh, Jesus uh, is on the main line. Uh, if you need anything, uh, you can call him up uh, and tell him just what you want. Uh, and he all right. Uh, look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor uh, they fished all night long uh, and caught nothing. Uh, I wish they had a witness. Uh, I don't care uh, about the rods and the reel. Uh, I don't care uh, about the nets and the baits. Uh, I don't care. Uh, what kind of boat they was on. Uh, if God said no, it is no. Ain't it all right? But I'm so glad. I want to leave you with a few things. Don't you know you can be on the right road, but yet going wrong direction. I wish I had a witness. Ain't it all right? If he been good to you, you ought to tell somebody, you can get in my business, but I'm not going to tell you what the real deal is. I wish to had a witness. Don't you know you got some friends that come around you, they're fishing. I wish to had a witness. They want to know what makes you tick. They want to know how you can afford to do what you do. But that's all right. All you got to tell them that it ain't no secret what God can do. What he done for others, won't he do it for you? Shake somebody's hand and tell them if you just leave my business alone for six months and tend to your business, the other six months, uh, we'll be all right. Uh, because I want you to know, uh, you might not uh, can stand uh, what I've been through. Uh, I don't look like uh, what I've been through. Uh, I've had my share of ups and downs. Uh, I've had my share of going through. Uh, but I held on to his unchanging hand. He told me if I stay with him, he'll stay with me. In other words, if I draw out of him, he'll draw out of me. Won't he do it? Let me tell you this second thing. The Bible declared that God told them to take up your nets. You've been fishing on the wrong side, but cast your net on the right side. I wish I had a window. If you don't have no joy, pull your net up 
from the people. Uh, I wish they had a witness uh, that don't have smile uh, on their face. Uh, if you want to go somewhere, uh, get with some people uh, who've already uh, been somewhere. Uh, and you're all right. Uh, if he's been good to you, go on and say yeah. Uh, if you want to have something, uh, you ought to run with people. Uh, who got something uh, I tried to tell you uh, nothing from nothing uh, leave nothing uh, you're on the wrong side uh, but let me tell you uh, the Bible declare uh, if you want to be on the right side uh, you can't just hear the word uh, but you got to become a doer uh, ain't God all right uh, won't he make a way for you uh, won't he be a bridge uh, over troubled water uh, Look at your neighbor. If you want to be well, get with some well people. If you want to have something, get with some people who got something. And I want you to know, I don't know about everybody that's up in this room. I know one somebody you can put your trust in and have no backlash from him. His name is Jesus, the lily in the valley. I wish I had a witness, and you're all right. I come to tell you that Jesus is all right. I heard Grandma and them say, I tried him when I was on my sick bed. I tried him when I didn't have a dime in my pocket. I tried him when I was busted and disgusted. My money had ran out. My chain was strained. I wish I had a witness. God heal my four-day traveler. And you're all right. Jesus said, Brother in I told y'all, if you just stay with me, you have a cup that run over. I wish they had me a witness. The Bible declared, the Bible said that Jesus said, y'all wasted your whole life, your whole night. I wish I had a witness. I want to know, do I have somebody that used to go to club like I used to go to club? I want to know, is there anybody up in here used to smoke a little bit like I used to smoke? Anybody in here? Used to drink a little bit, uh, like I used to drink a little bit. Uh, and when you look at it, uh, you don't have nothing uh, to show for it, uh, but a bad liver. Uh, uh, Y'all gonna help me, uh, and you're all right. Uh, I'm so glad uh, that the Lord, uh, like David said, uh, created me uh, a clean heart, uh, renewing me. Uh, the right spirit, won't he do it? Won't he do it? If you know he'll do it, go on and say, yeah. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. I'm dreaming. I made up in my mind. I'm moving from the left side of town. I'm moving out the old house. I got to live. In a new house, uh, one uh, that was made uh, not by man, uh, but Jesus. You know him, don't you? Uh, do you know Jesus? Uh, if you know him, uh, help me call his name uh, Jesus. 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 Uh, Mary's baby. Uh, Jesus. Uh, rocking a weary land. Uh, Jesus. Uh, my four-day traveler, my hellhound chaser, my midnight rambler, my lawyer in a courtroom, my doctor in a sick room. Look at your neighbor. Say, you know what? I'm moving from nothing. I got something on my mind. And his name is Jesus. His name is Yahweh, his name is Emmanuel, his name is I am, I am, and all right, 
If you know him, say yes, sir. If he been good, say yes, sir. If he brought you out, say yes, sir. If he made a way, say yes, sir. He's a bridge over troubled water. He walks with me. He talks with me. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? And the witness is over here that he will come through for you. Won't he open door? Been closed in your face. Won't he put running in your feet and clap in your hand? Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Grandmama said he may not come when you want him, but he'll always be on time. Look at your neighbor. Say he is a on time God. He is a on time God. He'll be right there by your side. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Say yeah. He'll do it. If you quit fishing on the wrong side, well, how do you do that? Let me help you right quick. In all of your ways, acknowledge him. Be a direct your pay. You've been listening to the Mount on the Go podcast. If you've been enjoying the word, please consider donating to the Mount Pleasant ministry. We have various ways that you can give to the ministry to allow us to become better in our pursuit of delivering God's word to you. You can give via PayPal at mtpleasantatl.org. You can give via Zale, info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also give via Square and Givelify. For Givelify, just search for Mount Pleasant Baptist Church with our address, 17 Melton Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, and you'll be in the right place. In addition to all these options, you're always welcome and invited to grab an envelope and have cash or checks sent to the church, whose address is again, 17 Melton Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. For questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to email us at info at mtpleasantatl.org. That's info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also visit our website, www.mountpleasantatl.org, to follow us on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. Our services are live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are more than welcome to visit the church in person every Sunday at the same time. Thank you so much for listening.